knows how, but she's there. You and that metronome. This is not the it's first time this has happened. <laughs> because if I don't, if I have the window like collapsed, then I can't see it when it's on. So anyway, well, hello and welcome. Hey, hey, hey! What's up? Uh, I'm in a new recording area. It's probably really echoey. It's pretty empty. So. Oh, Frankie waited until we clicked record to start whining. She knows. I'll I'll put her in her spot if she needs to. She's been, I'm single parenting because Adam's out on the road and it's been kind of a lot. Uh, I don't know who needs to hear this, but don't get a puppy. Don't get a puppy unless you have land and a lot of people to help you with the puppy. Yeah, puppies are work. I don't think I would ever do it again. Kittens, on the other hand, I'd get Ten a kitten tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. I love oh, kittens. Wait, are you going to get a cat now that you're in your new place? Uh, there are quite a few stray cats around here, but they're very friendly stray cats. I can't think because the neighbor is feeding them. Um, and one of them, this little black guy with little white paws and like part of his face is white, he came right up to me and I'm thinking about stealing him and giving him a new life. But I don't want to take him away from his friends. It's a whole, we're in a triangle. It's a whole thing. Yeah, I know what you mean. Oh, I got an email. Great. <laughs> I hate emails. I'm not, I do hate emails and I am technically on the clock. Uh, so this is the Spooky Succubus cast for another week. Uh, I'm Abby. I'm Rebecca. And we're here to talk to you about horror movies through an anti-racist, anti-capitalist, intersectional feminist lens. Um, and today we're talking about a movie that was so gratuitous. And so misogynist. And so misogynistic. But still very enjoyable. Terrifier. Yeah. Um, it is, like, Art the Clown is a great villain. We were just talking about this off air. Uh, and it's, he's wasted in this, like, very bland, uh, boring, torture porn sort of movie. Like, he had a lot of potential. Um, he's a great villain. I thought he was, like, he's a really good physical comedian. Um, also, the guy that is playing Art the Clown, three names. Never trust a motherfucker with three names. David. David Howard, Howard Thornton. No, <laughs> I don't trust him. I don't like him. Forget about it. But he did a great Forget job. Forget about it. Frankie's chewing on Adam's dresser. And if you hear this, Adam, I'm not going to stop her. I'm sorry. She's occupied. She's got her own She's business busy. to take care of. <laughs> I mean, she has a lot on her schedule. I, she's a busy woman. Yeah, uh, I've never seen this movie before, and I did not... Did you watch the, like, prequel, uh, All Hallows' Eve, his Terrifier's first feature film appearance? No, I didn't. I watched this on Netflix. Caesar and I watched it on Netflix, uh, and he hated it. I thought it was okay. (laughs) I like it. (laughs) It was, yeah, it was, like, fun. It's definitely a B-movie, but I can't decide if it's a B-movie or if it's a torture porn, um... Or I'll is need it like funny? ten years. Is it scary? Who knows? I'll need like ten years before I'm interested enough to watch it again. Like, yeah, quota has been hit for a while. But I think it was like a fun, like in between, more serious films for us to do. I thought, and we haven't done a clown. So. Totally. Yeah, I feel like the pathology of clowns and like the taxonomy of clowns in the genre is pretty interesting, and also comes back to like classism and othering people with non-traditional careers so mm-hmm. i went but into I think... a little wikipedia history of the clown and the comedia dell'arte so get ready oh, I yeah know nothing, we're talking i'll pretend like i do <laughs> we're talking clown stuff that's right clown stuff um so i think i'm reading today you are reading i just have my little quippy notes ready you know the fine fortune of reading <laughs> So, in an abandoned room, a tube TV flickers and a news anchor appears on the screen. She's talking to the sole survivor of what's called the Miles County Massacre, which occurred one year earlier. The survivor's face is mangled, and the attacker is identified as Art the Clown. She says he's dead and that she saw it happen. This is ableism, like, right off the bat, immediately. It's 
really uh, exploitative and mm-hmm. insane. Uh, in the abandoned room, we see Art the Clown suiting up and preparing his weapons. After the interviewer, the anchor is discussing the interview and how the survivor like had a little bit of a manic episode and almost attacked her. She makes uh, degrading comments about the woman's appearance and on the phone to her partner. She hears something behind her clothing rack and goes to check, but the survivor attacks her from behind and thumbs her eyeballs out, cackling. I wonder if there's a more technical term for, like, when someone just, like, Gouging? thumbs the... Oh! Gouged I wrote thumbs out. all the way through this. Just thumbed. I love thumbed, thumbing, thumbed. yeah. They, did, they thumbed their way through this, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like a book, yeah. Two girls in costume head home from a Halloween party. They're drunk and decide to get something to eat before driving, but Art is stalking them from a nearby alley. Dawn, the slutty, slutty blonde, taunts him, but he retreats and they make it into the pizza place. It's just Tara, like, I don't, just leave. I don't know. Like, you're not, I just leave. I don't know. Don't go to the pizza party, or pizza party, pizza place. Pizza party! <laughs> And pretend to sober up like you're going to drive or you're not. Like, you already saw a creepy clown. Get the fuck out of there. I don't know. Tara, you're not making good decisions. Yeah. Looking back, it would seem that uh, driving drunk was a better choice than the alternative that they ended up with. But though we don't advocate drunk driving on this podcast. But maybe have some forethought before that. Like, this was, what, 2016? Call an, I don't know, call a friend. Call a taxi. Get out of there. Call a taxi. Have the pizza man call you a taxi. Yeah. Before he gets turned into a, a jack-o'-lantern. Oh, yeah. I guess he was pretty murdered by a the time they... But if they all stayed together, it would have been harder for him to to mutilate anybody. But I don't know. Anyway, we're at the Ugh, pizza you... parlor. Pizza if, party if parlor. the pizza party parlor. <laughs> Which hey! is the same time. <sighs> Okay, so uh, Tara the brunette has romantic feelings for Dawn. She's looking longingly at photos of the two together while Dawn goes to the bathroom. Uh, This is just for no reason, so whatever. Just because. Just just there. Because one of them is, like, sarcastic and dry, and the other one is bloody. She's, like, like the queer alt girl. Yeah. Uh, I do like her Halloween costume, though. That was pretty cool. Yeah, me too. I don't know if I would wear garters, though. Yeah, I'm not ballsy enough for garters, but... Uh, Frankie just did the biggest, like, weirdest yawn, and she was, like, backing into me. Showing you uh, her butthole or what? Always. I never thought I would get so intimately familiar with an animal's butthole. Sorry, that's her... Did you see the camera moving? <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, literally, like, is it dilating? Are you is pooping? Yeah, always. <laughs> Are you pooping? So, uh, okay, no digging, Frankie. Yeah, you said, Frank okay, talk lie down. With Good. Frankie. I feel like Frank talk with Frankie is not going to get off the ground anytime <laughs> soon. So Art follows them into the restaurant and sits down. He makes faces at Tara, and she's scared, but Dawn is dismissive. Sorry. That's just the state of my life. (laughs) Not doing great. Yawning into the mic. Like, that's what people showed up for. Everybody take a second to yawn. Feels good. A quick break, yeah. Uh, I, Frankie caught a yawn for me the other day. It was really funny. (laughs) She caught, oh, and she yawned. That's so cute. It's really cute. You know why people do that? Empathy. It's like, you're tired, I'm tired. Oh my gosh, Frankie, you're an empathetic girl. She's just <laughs> My dog doesn't speak English. Uh, so Dawn is dismissive and asks to take a picture with Art. Art. She's trying to speak English, though. Art gets a plastic ring from a vending machine and proposes to Tara, then goes to the bathroom. The owner, Steve, throws Art out and tells his employee, Ramon, to grab a mop and some bleach for some reason. When Don and Tara get back to the car, there's a flat, uh, so she calls her sister to pick them up. Back in the restaurant, are you there is... Victoria or are you Tara? Which one are you? Which sister are you? Are you Victoria studying alone at 3 a.m.? 
I guess it depends what what year it is, you know? Yeah, right now, I'm definitely Victoria, although I'd be like, I'll send an Uber for you. <laughs> I am not coming to pick you up. <laughs> You're all right, Frankers. I'm the Tara, for sure, unfortunately. Although I think that I would make better decisions. Than I think you would make Tara. smarter decisions than Tara. All right, Frankie has to go in her house. Should I'll we take right a back. break and pause? Yeah, one second. And we're back. Frankie's right. been deposited in her crate with a peanut butter treat, and Aww. we're ready to go. She's so high maintenance. Me Such too. a drama queen. Thank yeah, you, same. <laughs> so back in the restaurant, there's shit all over the bathroom with art written in it, which is kind of fun. Uh, <laughs> I hate it. He's a Renaissance man. This is part of the whole torture porn thing. It's like, you have to get it all in there. Like, he has to do everything. Shit, mutilation, eating. It does seem like he needs to figure out what his thing is. Right, yeah. He puts on somebody's boobs later. It's like... Do you like to eat people or wear people? Do you like to make them jack-o'-lanterns? Or do you like shit play in the bathroom? Like, you need to find a lane, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's just doing too much, you know. Hat on a hat on a hat on a hat. Yes. Also, you're really telling me you didn't get any poo-poo on your white costume? I don't believe it, Art. I don't know. I I don't like to think about it. I was pretty disgusted by it. The pooping scene was probably the worst. I don't know. I didn't like it. Because I felt, I really I felt bad for Ramon. Like, it's not his fault. It's really bad. For, it's classism. But I would argue sawing a woman in half starting at the vagina is worse. It seems so impractical, though. I don't know. We'll get poop. into it. We'll get into <laughs> it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, right. So Tara's nervous while they wait and wonders if Art the Clown flattened the tire, but Dawn is dismissive. Uh, Ramon has finished cleaning the poopy bathroom and comes out to see Steve's head maimed with little, like, candle eyeballs. He's, he's a jack-o'-lantern. He's a Steve-o'-lantern, yeah. <laughs> uh, Art then attacks Ramon, and it kind of cross-cuts with Don trying to convince Tara that, uh, Art is harmless while he maims and, like, smooshes Ramon's face. He's also, like, he likes, like, a smushed head. Yeah. And, uh, this is... Yeah, not the only smushed head incident. Tara has to pee. So dumb, Tara. You're going in that bat. You're that building. Just pee on the street. Just like, piss my God. on the street. It's not that a big deal. Like, that is like white girl drunk 101, lady. Pee on the street. You're also so wearing a dress. Went, it's not even that hard. Like, yeah, you don't even have to spread your legs that far. It's like not even a dress. Just. <laughs> and I mean, in a pinch, you can do the old like pull the underwear to the to side. The side it's not per- not perfect, but if you got to do it, you got to do it. So she corners a man named Mike, an exterminator, and asks to be let into the building. He agrees and shows her to the bathroom, uh, offers to wait for her just in case she can't find her way out, but she says she'll be fine, and he leaves. Listen, looking at this bathroom, it is not better than the street it's not better than the street it's not better than the street and mike the exterminator is the best character in this movie uh i he's the only one i like but don't talk to strange men and just piss in the street like don't follow them into abandoned buildings a a fully abandoned building don't don't do it don't pee in the street and stay in the car even the car doors stay in the car and lock them Pee, pee in the soda cup from the pizza place honestly yeah i don't know there are so many other avenues i would never ask a strange man At to the go end of the day, to a building with him no pissing your pants is better than the outcome that occurred so just piss your pants yeah i mean i'm always advocating you know for awareness about those of us with infirm bladders like if you gotta go just go i gotta pee all the time all the time so what are you gonna do you're just very hydrated. I'm That's like, true. <laughs> my bladder is like weak. Like I piss when I sneeze. I do. Yeah, I, I don't do that, but I am very hydrated. That's true. But if you, you know, whatever, pee is pee. We all do it. Tell me about it. So in the building. Oh, wait, sorry. I'm skipping ahead. I'm too excited. Oh, my God. 
In the car, Don hears a report on the radio about a double homicide in the pizza shop and a description of Art the Clown, who they met as a suspect, which definitely wouldn't be on the radio that fast. Like, what are you talking about? (laughs) Uh, Just then, Art gets into the passenger seat. And scary. Uh, In the building, Tara hears a cat wailing and follows the sound. She's surprised by a confused woman who mistakes her for a new tenant. Uh, She's the woman's a squatter, and she's holding a doll and says it's her baby, Emily. Tara leaves and tries to find her way out of the building, but runs headlong into Art, who tries to attack her. Uh, She runs and hides, but is followed by Art. This, the car chasing, the hiding behind the cars is such a long like, scene. What is this, House of Wax? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the, yeah, the pacing, come on. Like, get it I, 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 I didn't watch most of it. I yeah, wasn't paying close attention. It was not, yeah, it was just like, okay, someone's gonna die or they're not. Like, let's like, get oh, this show on the road. I'm moving over here. Also, Tara, you've picked up a pipe, you've picked up a two-by-four, just grab a thing. And stick with the thing. You right. know, you're, you know you're going to need it. Stop putting your weapon down, you know? Pick it up. Run out. Pick it up. Run. So Art gets closer to her hiding spot, but then retreats. So she slowly comes out and creeps toward the es- exit without checking her surroundings carefully. And Art comes up behind her and stabs her leg repeatedly. She, uh... Oh, he starts to strangle her and moves to thumb her in the eyes. <laughs> thumb her out. Thumb in. But she grabs his scalpel and stabs him, getting away. She hides and tosses like a little piece of hardware from the ground in an opposite direction to throw him off her trail, and he follows the sound. She makes a run to the front door, but she's chained and locked in, so she goes up the stairs. Also, bad plan. Don't go upstairs. Don't go up. But also, Mike, the exterminator, you lock the doors, you knew she was in the bathroom. Why'd you lock the door? Yeah, good in. question. Mike. Also, like, what if what if you have an emergency and you need to like get away from a fire and you don't have your keys on you? Not great. He is the best character, but like upstairs, she does see Mike the Exterminator, and instead of walking towards him, she screams at him from many feet away. Uh, he has headphones in and doesn't hear her, so it gives Art the opportunity to know exactly where she is, uh, grab her from behind, and drug her. This is why I always up. only wear one headphone. You know, you never know who could be behind you or what could be happening, you know? I probably am asking for trouble, but I always wear two just so I can be like, I didn't hear you, I don't know what's going on, and I'm walking forward. <laughs> I can pretend like I have two in, or I wear two, or I used to wear two and just like not have one all the way in but yeah you know yeah i'm just asking asking for death to come down on my (laughs) broken body so where are we at here oh she wakes up taped to a chair with art prepping a little hatchet uh he pretends to hit her with the hatchet but he's like never mind we have fun and he picks up a saw and holds it to her neck and then goes Never mind, just joshing. So then across the room, he pulls down a sheet and upside down and like chained to the ceiling is Dawn. Uh, she's just got undies on, which is also like, what's your, are you like a pervert? Like, what is, what is your thing, Art? Yeah. I, and of course, they just wanted to like show her boobs to like further dehumanize her and like turn her into an object. But Poor they Dawn. couldn't either like, the actor didn't agree or they couldn't show vagina. So he like leaves the underwear on and then rips it off right before he begins his mutilation. So it's like, what's the point of any of it? I'm, I am grateful for our sake that that happened. Um, but yes, as discussed, there is a mutilation scene. It's pretty disgusting. He saws her in half, starting at her vagina, uh, and it's like pretty squelchy and visceral. He finishes up, you know, the head sighing, and Tara manages to get free of her bindings and hit him. So she also then grabs a knife, stabs him, and runs away. They have, like, a weird fight scene, and she keeps hitting him with a two-by-four and being like, get up, Don't tell him to get up. Run away. You saw so much. You've seen enough to know you don't want to tangle with this guy. Or just, like, uh, hit him until he's dead. Like, just keep hitting him. Yeah, hit the man while he's down. It's, it's, it's fine. fine. Yeah, he just sawed your best friend in half, so... 
I mean, yeah, not good. No loyalty. So he pulls a gun and shoots her in the leg. I forgot he had a gun. He's got it all. He's, he's got, got it all. Shit. He's got guns. He's got saws. Little baby knives. I'm still, still thinking about the poop. Do you think he just had it in like a Tupperware? I think he had to poop. He's, he's got to poop. It's like part poop. of the ritual. He's got to poop before he begins the murder. Get it all It's a out. good idea to take a shit before you do anything like important, just so you don't feel like things moving around. Any big but, event. Yeah. Yeah. But don't murder anyone. Yeah. Please. Uh, elsewhere, the cat lady, which I wish I could say her name, but she doesn't have a name. She's credited only as cat lady. Uh, here's screaming. She's another one. It's just annoying. It's just an, an annoying character. Uh, we have a lot of degrading uh, stereotypes of women. Grumble, grumble, grumble. Sorry, I'm yawning. I'm like, <laughs> I'm very, I'm very depressed. I'm not well. <laughs> um, so Art continues just kind of shooting at Tara until he runs out of rounds and he walks away. Victoria arrives and knocks on the building door. She Like, why are you involved with the building? You don't know. What do you know about the building? The, yeah, she didn't say they were in a building. She said come She texts up. Tara uh, and those are received by Art on Dawn's phone. Uh, so he replies saying Tara is sick and to come around the back. She's a metro card. Adam, Adam, please cut these yawns out. Cut um, the yawns out of there. They're fine. He takes a selfie with Don's body and then shoots Tara in the head. I thought he was going to, like, keep the Tara thing going a little longer, but he just wrapped it up. <laughs> uh, the cat lady sees Art and he waves at her. Uh, she finds Mike the exterminator and tells him there's a dead woman in the basement and Art is like, you're crazy. I mean, sorry. Um, and she describes Art, but Mike is like, you're crazy and flustered, like you're an insane woman, <laughs> and he doesn't believe her. But he gets his because he calls someone on the phone, and the call comes to nothing because Art hits him on the head with a hammer before he can talk to the other exterminator. He's facing slightly later. Away from the stairs, like face the staircase. Don't face away Everybody from is not looking behind them in this movie. You know there is a murderous clown on the loose and you're not like checking your perimeter. It's not smart. Also like just like, like don't stand with your back to the stairs. What if you take a step back and then fall? Like it's just not good I'm afraid practice. of falling down the stairs all the time. I don't. I, I mean. Like you can just die if you fall downstairs. Yeah. I mean look at the staircase. Just kidding. She was murdered. Anyway. She was murdered. He did it, you guys. He definitely did it. I didn't say If you think he didn't do it, don't at us. You're wrong. Uh, Victoria calls Tara and Dawn uh, and like, hello, what's going on? Uh, The cat lady finds that her baby doll, Emily, is missing. Uh, Victoria can't find her way into the building. Gets a little choppy here. Uh, The cat lady (laughs) finds Art cradling Emily, the baby doll, and she tries to emotionally appeal to Art and hugs him, and Art feigns receptiveness. Uh, after the strange call from Mike the Exterminator, Will the Exterminator arrives. They're Victoria brothers. Calls We've their, got they are. brother dynamics. Oh, I didn't even yeah. catch that. Exterminator brother company or something is what it's called. I thought they were just brothers in extermination. <laughs> I didn't know they were actual brothers. <laughs> brothers in arms. <laughs> Victoria calls Don's phone and hears it ringing in the building. So she enters the like boiler room slash basement and finds Don's body, which is a little bit of a shock, as you can imagine. She runs and then hears a woman screaming from another part of the building. So she follows the sound and sees a body that she thinks is Tara, but it's actually Art wearing the cat lady's scalp, hair, and breasts after mutilating her, which was a sight to behold, I'll tell you. He did not take off enough of her hair to have that luscious of a wig on. He only took like this much. This, yeah. And I mean, yet he's it, wearing a whole wig. I don't know. It also really looked like a wig. I mean, come on. There was, was no, like, wig. blood on it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And, yeah, she's... So the cat lady is still alive, too, because she calls out. So she just gets a bad treatment, poor thing. Yeah, I feel bad for her. Her brain is exposed. That's not what you want. Mm-hmm. Victoria hides, and Art approaches her just as horn honking is heard. I'm, I'm, oh, Will is honking his horn. Mm. Sorry. From outside. Will the exterminator. From outside. 
Will manages to find a spare key to the warehouse and heads in. He stops to check out Emily the baby doll, which is on the floor. He looks at it for a really long time. Again, doesn't look around him in space. And Art stabs him in the top of the head with, like, something, like a pipe, and then slits his throat from behind. <laughs> Decapitates finishing- him. Takes his head clean yeah. off. Mm-hmm. That's what it is, yeah. Uh, after finishing up with Will, Art hears a bike bell ring. Like, wait, did he, where did the bike bell come from? Because he's like, oh, a bike bell. Was someone ringing it? And I, I, I wasn't clear on that either, because then he gets on the tricycle and rides it around. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, he's just hearing things, maybe. Perhaps, perhaps. I'm going to the plot overview. Because then he yeah. menacingly Sauce rides done the in half. Chaos of nine tails. Uh, not a lot of details in the bike bell on the Wikipedia page. Okay, we can move on. We can move on. <laughs> so, uh, Victoria is not doing great, and she sees Art riding the tricycle around jigsaw style and ringing the bell. She hides and sneaks away to another part of the basement where she hears clanging noises. Art comes up behind her and tries to suffocate her with a plastic bag, but she tears through the bag. Uh, she finds just a random, like, iron spike on the floor and runs it through Art's foot before running away. He gives her the finger, which is kind of funny. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Meanwhile, Mike the Exterminator isn't quite dead and hears Victoria scream. Uh, Vic finds Tara's body and cries, but Art is approaching her from behind. She's crying openly, loudly, and not looking behind her again. Mm-hmm. He has, like, a chain thingy with a hook on it and starts, like, whipping her and gouging her and cutting her and stuff but exterminator mike comes up from behind and knocks him out mike and victoria make it to another part of the building and he calls 911 where they like really grill him a cab uh they tell him to stay put but he said he's getting her out of there and they try to make their way towards his truck i feel like the Uh, move would have been to get out first and then stop like at, like, a convenience store or something to call the police if you, like, have lost your cell phone for some reason or he took it or whatever, like, get out. It would seem that it would be better to just vacate the premises for Mm -hmm. sure. Uh, So they try to get out of the building, but there's, like, a locked chain door. So while Mike is trying to figure it out, Art smushes his head with, like, an oil can uh, and then eventually kicks his face into mush. Victoria works on hitting the padlock door, but Art overtakes her just as she succeeds. She knocks him out, gets through to, like, a parking area that's, like, still contained, so she can't get out. Uh, And then she goes through, like, another set of doors that I think leads to outside. I'm Um, not sure. Like, where? I wasn't sure where she was going. I feel like climb the chain link bearings. Yeah. Uh, And then... (laughs) Oh, Art catches up with her and kind of, like, assaults her through a crack in the warehouse doors. He can't reach her, so he gets into Mike's truck and drives it through the doors, hitting Victoria. Uh, Cops begin arriving as Art is chewing on Victoria's face. Uh, They try to detain him, but he just shoots himself in the head. So after the action, the coroners are checking things out, and the MD goes to look at Art. When he opens the body bag, the lights begin flickering and electronics start fritzing. Everything evens out, and the MD looks at Art, but he's sitting up in his body bag and choking him to death. He's choked. Mm -hmm. Victoria is picked up at the hospital by her parents, and it's revealed that she is the very survivor that killed Monica, the news anchor, in the first couple of frames. The The end. So confused at so many points. Victoria just went crazy for she's just like turned psychotic for no reason except for that. Like if you're traumatized, I don't think you have like an urge to murder. Murder, right? I'm so sorry. I have to shit. I'm having an emergency shit. Okay, pause. Pause. (laughs) I'll go pee too. Why not? Turns out I had to poop too. Oh my god! Because I didn't poop before. I thought I did, had to, but it was poop waiting. break. Oh my gosh! I'm so proud of us. <laughs> All anyway. right, we are resuming terrifier after a quick poo break. <laughs> this is the content uh, you want to see. There's a lot of poo talk is, in this episode. This is what people are 
clamoring for. So where do you want to start with Terrifier? I don't know. There's so much to say. It's, I guess, the misogyny, right? The female characters are basically... Um, I mean, nobody's a character, really. Nobody gets any sort of characterization. But, like, to name a character Cat Lady when we see no cats present and they're, like... There's abs- one cat. Is there one cat? Is there enough Yeah, cats? she has she has one cat. Uh, and she's obsessed with a baby doll named Emily that she thinks is real. Live baby. I know. It's, like... So we have, like... Cat Lady. The Cat Lady fulfills two kind of denigrating stereotypes, that of the Cat Lady and the manic, mentally ill mother. Mm-hmm. Just because a lot of times our mothers are manic and mentally ill doesn't need mean we need to like All older okay. women. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, the slut, the like queer alt girl, and then Victoria's kind of like the frigid academic. So we have like all of these versions of what a woman can be, and none of them are in any way, like, a complete character. And we sort of have a final girl in Victoria, because she's, yeah, like, studious and, uh, like, helpful. She's willing to come pick up her sister in the middle of the night. Um, and, but then she gets her face eaten, and then she, for some reason, it becomes a murderous uh, psychotic as Yeah, well. there's I don't no, understand. like exploration of where that like feeling manifests and I guess technically I mean art could be supernatural like that's what we are revealing at the end of the movie but yeah it's just like traumatizing Victoria for the sake of making her disfigured which is super ableist Mm -hmm. and also like snap and become violent and manic which is also ableist so I don't know what the movie's trying to say, except that it's definitely trying to say, I hate women. Women, uh, yeah, are the worst. Don't you see it? Uh, and she also says, like, at the beginning, uh, that she wishes she was dead because of her disfigurement. Because she's ugly, mm-hmm. yeah. We also get, uh, in Monica, our news anchor, this, like, uh, serious professional Gail Weathers! Yeah. She's so. our... Cut rate Gail Weathers. So we got it all. Yeah, nobody's redeemed. The male characters, like, get at least a little bit more, like, redemption. Like, Mike is... But they're all still working class. And yeah, they they're all... And they all still die violently. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we got Steve. Steve O'Lantern. Uh, he's, like, cheating on his wife. Another... Yeah, so that makes him murderable, I guess. Like, he's a bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ramon and his cute little face have to clean up shit, and then he gets murdered because uh, no one should oh have God, to Oh, my God. Ramon is a cutie. He like... is cute. Uh, and then we get, like, the doctor, the, like, brooding, serious, overworked coroner. Um, and then, like, Who the... can, like eat because he's like I can eat a bacon egg and cheese while I work because I saw a microwaved baby once (laughs) I'm a tortured soul and the like young naive hot like in the movie terms like he's like blonde and young Uh, he gets to live Uh, and then like the Mike and Will the exterminators are working class like expendable Nothing. I don't know. They deal with bugs and rats, so they're they're easily killable. They're gross. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think that. Um, yeah. I mean, it feels like the intention is to make a movie. Like a critic said, it's basically. I think it's supposed to be just a slasher, gory, like torture porn movie without subtext, and so. Um, the director, uh, Damien Leone, kind of engages in creating these final girl slut, like these denigrating female stereotypes because they are a genre staple. But you can't make a genre staple with no subtext by using these like really damaging stereotypes because then there is still subtext. There's always subtext, no matter what. Yeah, you're not like reverting our expectations or like working outside of the stereotypes like you clearly just wanted to create like a really good villain and a really good character but 
And it is a good, like, it's a scary movie. I thought it was really creepy and yeah. like, really fun. But I think there are a lot of male critics, like, hold on, I'll read some quotes I found on <sighs> the Wikipedia. Uh, so... Anton Bittel of the British Film Institute describes the film as a subtext-free thrill-and-kill ride which openly advertises the sheer senselessness and gratuity of its on-screen cat-and-mouse deaths by numbers uh, and an unapologetically pure genre entry confronting and amusing us with sinister masked vicariousness of the Halloween spirit. Like... That is not what this is. I'm no. sorry to say. Yeah. It's really upsetting that like men think, oh, it's subtext free because these are stereotypes and tropes that we're used to and it's pure because it's these are damaging things because that we're used to. Because they're recognizable genre yeah. staples. Yeah. It's not okay. It's not okay to continue making these kinds of movies in 2016. Like I we've had enough of it. I don't know. I have definitely had enough of it and I mean, I think the only, like, the only successful movie, even though, like, fuck Joss Whedon, as we know, but Cabin in the Woods is, like, an extremely successful example of doing something like this where it pushes the genre to, like, the limits of his silliness and is self-aware enough and, like, complex enough in its characterization and um, its plot line to, like, really be considered, like, kind of, a like, reflection of the genre like a true kind of it's like engaging with the genre but also like keeping a critical eye on it which is what i think all movies should do right joss whedon sucks so much though bro i mean scream we saw the same thing of like changing the genre completely and like being meta and critiquing itself uh but this is not it it feels a lot like uh when people think that movies with all white casts don't have anything to say about race is like wrong your exclusion they of are, BIPOCs yeah, like it says the most poignant. about race yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's not like pure just because it doesn't talk about anything complex outright it's like it's lacks complexity doesn't mean that it lacks subtext I don't know I also think I mean this movie doesn't have to be complex and I don't, it doesn't bother me that I don't know what motivates Art the Clown like That Art that Clown bothers is, me the least. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a self-contained kind of entity that like I don't care. It works for me, but uh and it doesn't bother me that he does like it is so gratuitous. Like I know the hat on a hat thing we joke about, but I think it's like kind of funny. It's funny. Yeah. It's and a it's like funny. a weird subversion that like he absolutely refuses to pick a lane. But why can't we apply that same sort of like excess to writing complex female characters or characters of color? Because the excess in characterizing, you know, Tara, like giving her more depth outside of like being a queer woman that is like in unrequited love with her best friend. Like, there, we could have just applied the same, like, gratuity to developing some people. Like, Anybody. That you can kind of, like, relate to in the movie. That's why it seems so long. Like, this feels like it could have been a short film because it's literally nothing. Like, we see people getting murdered for 90 minutes without any, like, the dialogue is nails on a chalkboard difficult to listen to at points I know Uh, honestly and yeah we don't get we don't care about anybody getting murdered so like the it's just gratuitous violence so like maybe take out 20 minutes from the random chase scenes or the longing looks at baby dolls and like put in some some character development I don't know I don't know there's a lot of also like yeah, okay, like, the cat lady is an unhoused squatter, and I'm mm-hmm. like, I kind of want more information on her. Where is she from? How does she have such well-sculpted eyebrows and look her so Her fingernails are so washed? clean. Cleaner than yeah, mine. Like, like, I don't know. I just feel like it's just, like, very throwaway in its treatment of any <laughs> of the characters, except for Art the Clown. And I mean... I guess Ramon is another, like, relatable character because he's cleaning up a dirty restaurant bathroom and he wants to kill himself and he hates his job. So I'm like, yeah, no, I I get that, but I don't know. It's hard to, like, do horror directors think women are stupid? Yes. 
I mean, nobody would do any of the things these women are doing, you know? Literally. And I don't know. I just don't. I don't know. I think Art is a great villain and he was fun to watch. Uh, But I think he was just stuck in a really bad movie who, like, clearly, like. Yeah. It, it was more I don't know like I think his like stylization is really fun he's like he's super like manipulative and it's fun to watch like yeah I like art but yeah I mean it's just for female viewers or like they them non-binary like all viewers that don't like identify with being a cis man it's just like not fun to see us characterized as like fucking idiots that deserve to be murdered because of having vaginas like it's frankly boring and it's It's not boring i want to see a movie where something happens where she like the character makes every decision i would make and still dies right that's what i want to see you know (laughs) it's like yeah i'm not gonna like follow a man into a building because i don't want to piss in the street like come like i don't know i wouldn't i would piss my pants I wouldn't walk down in the middle of the night, walk to a pizza parlor to sober up. I don't know. It's just like, seems dumb. I would just go to the pizza parlor and call a taxi and get in the taxi and go home. There's just so many. Also, like women are socialized to be afraid of men. We're like constantly threatened by men. We are like very much have to train ourselves not to trust or like put ourselves in positions where we're like vulnerable to mm-hmm. the like the entitlement of white guys because we're constantly vulnerable because we're constantly vulnerable time. and we're I think women as a whole are generally pretty vigilant about shit like this and you just see two women being like whatever at night not giving a shit not worried about it like you see uh Dawn who has plenty of experience with men it's, like, pretty much inferred, not inferred, it's explicitly stated that she's, like, a big slut. So I'm like, well, if that is true, she also has been through the ringer and, like, knows how to handle men. And, like, she probably wouldn't approach Art because she has, like, a comprehension of how to keep herself safe. I don't know. It's just so unbelievable. Right. I don't believe it for a second. And the male and female interactions are also, like, pretty patronizing, like, Steve Lantern has to co- come over and like be like, "Are you sure your girls are okay? Like, do you want me to do something yeah, for I'll you?" Yeah, I'll take care of him. Yeah, like if you think he's a threat, just take care of it without patronizing them or and, like getting in their face. You know, and Will and Mike, or well, Mike the Exterminator has to like in the middle of his doing his like shitty job, he has to like protect like almost save these women but he's doing a really bad job at it like the cat lady comes up to him and is like please help me and he's like i don't know what the fuck you're talking no, about get away from not, me you're not hot get away from me <laughs> i'm also just like not even confused about what what you're doing here in this building that i'm about to bug bomb and then yeah and then has to like almost save victoria but fails so i don't know like it, men almost coming to women's rescue and then failing is pretty accurate but why do the men have to come to the rescue anyway i don't know why can't you just write a woman who knows how to get out of a building i don't know i yeah it's just like i mean it's just fantastical like nobody would (laughs) behave that way it's and you know we of course have to like suspend our belief to a certain in all horror movies yeah or suspend disbelief excuse me but this is just like i don't think that a woman in 2016 would behave this way just saying as someone who is out getting drunk in 2016, I would never behave this way. Yeah, like, we have been through a lot. We don't really do stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But like, if you were at a party, what happened to everybody else at the party? Where, why, why you is park no one so on far the street? Away? Why you parked so far away? Why'd you drive at all? Why'd you drive at Questions. all? Questions. Also, like, if they have discovered the bodies and already know that Art the Clown is to blame why aren't they why aren't the cops trolling around the area like shouldn't there be cop cars around anyway or is it i don't know it's questionable yeah it seems like there would have been i mean they were not far away from the pizza joint so it seems like there would have been a police presence in the neighborhood if it already made it to the radio yeah i don't know i mean yeah the the misogyny rampant the audacity of Damien Leon. You're a trash man, trash man. A trash man. Uh, so, yeah, I think the, um, like, scary clown psychology is also really 
classist and kind of ableist because obviously clowns originate in traveling circuses and sideshows which are a thing that have been historically othered and where disabled people or neurodivergent people have been kind of like tossed to live their lives in a safe community that they kind of carved out for themselves while the rest of the community around them others them and exploits them for their um, disability spectacle, yeah. yeah. So, but I think scary like, clown is pretty problematic. I, would I say. do like the idea of like com- traveling comedy troops in like the 18th century because yeah, it's like a small community of people doing their own thing and like living the way you know how making a way in the world however they can. And I think like the whole scary clown it characterization, like we don't. Art doesn't dress that way. He's like dressed in the traditional like French uh, Pierrot. I don't know how to say it. Pierrot style, like with the big buttons oh, yeah. and the flat. And it's like it's usually all white, or used to be all white. And then they like with it's the like white Harlequin. face. Well, yeah, Harlequin has the is was in the same sort the of buttons. comedy troops. Yeah, yeah. No, it has the diamonds. But yeah, the Pierrots are like the sad. I don't clowns. know what I'm talking about. I feel like a sad clown right now. I'll say that much. Yeah. So in the. It, uh, <laughs> the and the sad clowns originated like in Italian, like and French operas and comedy troops, mm-hmm. and they go like Pagliagassi uh, was like a murdering clown. He murdered his lover, uh, and Perros are often like pining sad clowns. So I think that's fun. Like that's fun to make a modern yeah, villain totally. based off of like 18th and 19th century like characters. But I don't think it was done. It it wasn't in the right movie. Yeah. I think, like, that's such a cool idea. I love that. But no. I don't know. Yeah. And it does feel like it has, like, some of the feelings of, like, pulp or, like, giallo Italian horror movies with, like, the credits and the framing um, and art, the clowns, characterization. But I don't know why. Just why? But why in this this? movie? Yeah. Huh? What? Huh? I don't know. And yeah, the he's like a he's like it doesn't talk. So I don't know. It's just he, it's like I don't know. I just wish he was in a better movie cuz he has so much potential but What are clowns sucks. up to now? <laughs> Nothing. What you doing clown? Nobody. Oh yeah. Is anybody clowning? If you are good for you. I think clowns, I mean John Wayne Gacy kind of killed clowns. He killed clowning a little bit. Whoa. My god, my desk just Almost collapsed. Sorry. Should I call nine one one? Yes. They'll put it on the radio, but not actually come over to help you. <laughs> it's already on the radio. <laughs> they already know about it. There's already a report. Um. Yeah, Pogo the clown really killed it for all the serious clowns out there. John Wayne Gacy's <laughs> yeah, sorry alter ego Pogo. Sorry if your clowning career was um, destroyed by Pogo. We see you. We we commiserate. Uh, but I mean, he didn't. The thing is that he didn't murder in his clown costume. He would just he just en- he enjoyed. What are you doing? <laughs> I need a new desk. I don't know. Oh my god! Don't I won't lean oh on it anymore. God. Uh, yeah, like oh my desk is great, but I can't put stuff on it. <laughs> it looks great though. Um, I think I lost a part in the move. Uh, so that's fun. I'll deal with that later. You know what? That's future Rebecca's problem. Yeah, she's got a lot to do. Oh my god, Sam. I like... Uh, I've just been staring down a sink full of dishes for like two weeks and I just can't do it. I was like really in the... Yeah, during the move, I was, like, really doing stuff because I kind of had to. And now that we're, like, everything is here, we're settled, the old apartment, like, everything's done. Now I'm, like, and now I have to unpack stuff? I don't know about that. But anyway. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know. Anything else? So, wanna, what else can we talk about this movie? Well, I was just going to say the movie also touches on sort of, like, Italian and... um Mediterranean mythologies because the office building is supposed to symbolize a labyrinth, Mm. uh, which is a strong um, performer, you know, strong part of Greek mythology where essentially um, 
the Minotaur um, is placed in the center of the labyrinth, right? And people have to, like, find their way away from him. Mm-hmm. So I guess technically... See, that's what, like... the Minotaur. It's a very, Minotaur. like... It's an interesting uh, concept. That's what, like, yeah, I think art himself. And even, yeah, the location was interesting, but it just wasn't done well. He, like, got all almost there. Was like, look at this cool character. Let's just plop him down anywhere and forget about it, you know? Oh, sorry. My nose is itchy. Allergy Yeah, season. so there's... I think there's a lot of, like, context in which... Every season is allergy season. Yeah, I know. I get it. I get a headache in March. It's not gone until, like, November. I mean, what the hell? Again, like, my my parents wanted to have mediocre sex, and now here I am with with a headache, depression, bills to pay. I mean, for God's sake, you guys. I didn't ask Not considerate. Did not ask to be here. Yeah, so um, art existed, like, a lot of interesting cultural intersections. Again, it's just sucky that he's not in, like, a movie that uses him to a better advantage. Have you seen the original Art the Clown short? No, I bet that was better. Because, yeah, I think in, like, short bursts. But I think for a 90-minute movie, it was just like, what can we throw at the wall? What can we steal from other horror movies? Could have been 70. Yeah, it's like, we obviously see the taxonomy of, like, Jigsaw riding Mm -hmm. his little tricycle around. Buffalo Bill Uh, makes their way in there. Buffalo Bill. I think there's, like, I see some, like, um, Devil's Rejects and Rob Zombie influence. So it just feels like, yeah, this mediocre white guy thought of, like, a really cool character and then just did, like, a bad job doing anything about it. Yeah. Yeah, even just, like, the stocking is, yeah, like, Halloween, and he's got all these little tools, like, Freddy. It's just, I don't know. Come on. In other news, I watched uh, Friday the 13th 2 over the weekend. Part 2. Part 2. Part 2. I really enjoyed it, I have to say. Um, Paper bag, Jason. Yeah. Or it's it's more like a, Wait, no, it's, like it's like a, like a it's a sack. It's like a sack. Like it's a more of sack. a sack. It's like a potato sack and like a flannel shirt. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So Caesar got me this, uh, like downloaded this Friday the 13th game for me, uh, where you get to like be Jason and go around stalking and like murdering the campers. Is and, it fun? Uh, it is fun. It's like an independent game, so it's a little clunky and very difficult because you can't like get caught. You have to like stalk slowly, but as you progress, you like get to uh, become different Jasons from different movies because they like yeah. it took a while to get to the hockey masked hockey Jason mask. that we know. Yeah, and all the all the Jasons like depending on the movie have different abilities and stuff. So it's fun. It was really hard, and I gave up after a while because I'm bad That's at video hilarious. games. But it was yeah. fun. Basically, I accidentally have the stars, like, plug-in or extra add-on <laughs> on, your in, Hulu. on Hulu. Well, because I downloaded it to um, watch Titanic, Titanic, and I was like, I'll totally remember to cancel it, clown music. Like, I'm a fucking idiot. So now I just have it, and I'm like, oh, I guess I'll watch all the Friday 13th movies. I know that, like, of, like, the big three, he's not the most like like Friday the 13th is definitely like the least complex and like most lowbrow no in general like if we're talking about like Halloween um, Nightmare on Elm Street and uh, Friday the 13th like Friday the 13th is like probably the lowest of the brow but I love it I love Jason so much I don't know why I don't know why like uh, a random guy in a hockey mask murdering campers is like such a fun concept to me but I do like it I think that camp is just so like fun and creepy I love like the camp summer summer camp not like camp uh like (laughs) I like camp too but yeah I like like camp I like kitsch and I like summer camp yeah yeah all of it together Uh, yeah I mean I really like Nightmare on Elm Street too, but I think that like I like how rough around the edges Friday. The yeah, it's is. rough. It's and just I like, like it. fun. It's fun. And then what? What was the other one in the big three? Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. 
I've never seen a single sequel to Halloween because Halloween just gives me everything I need. So I feel like I don't need to keep going. Um, I love them all in their own ways. I think Nightmare on Elm Street, as much as I love Wes Craven, is probably my least favorite. But uh, Halloween 2, you know the story of like Halloween is supposed to be like... um, independent story so like the first halloween was supposed to be its own story yeah. the second halloween is like still fun and never gets watched but it's like about a factory it's good i think you should watch it i have halloween nothing two. else to do i have no other plans for the rest of my life ever do it uh someday we'll cover <sighs> halloween maybe next yeah halloween. maybe what's uh, up next week uh, i forgot even though I made the list. Oh, uh, Ringo. I remember it. I just thought you might want to announce it. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> I'm scared. J-horror fucking scares me. I knew you were going to get scared. Uh, it's a good... I'm, I'm excited. I'm noivous. Oh my god, my little hat could stop. <laughs> uh, I don't get scared very easily, but I, uh, I think I was pretty scared when I first watched this movie. I haven't seen it. I've only seen The Ring, which really scared me when I was in middle school and I had to sleep with my lights on. This one's better than the white people version of The Ring. It's really offensive to me that we would remake foreign films not to like add anything to them, but just so that white people wouldn't have to read. It's like palatable for white people. Come on. I will say about The Ring, I remember it being the most confusing timeline because... (laughs) Remember, like, Anna, the mother of Samara's wearing, like, Victorian-era, like, high-neck dresses, but then it's, like, 1998, and they're going to visit her husband, who's only, like, 65. I'm like, what happened here? What's going on? What the hell? The time's not matching up, man. I'm still worked up about it. You are. Years later. Just, like, the colorization of that movie. It's so blue. I know. I'm depressed just thinking about it. I mean, I'm already depressed, but I'm sure that movie wouldn't really help. Yeah. Well, get ready, because you're going to watch the original. I want to read the book still, but uh, that'll come someday. When are we going to start Interview with the Vampire? Oh, as soon as I find it. (laughs) Oh, also, (laughs) mine's around somewhere, too. Uh, Also, Patreon people, we have a poll currently going. It's not a very interesting poll, and probably no one cares about the results, but if you'd like to head over and vote on it, we are choosing what to do for uh, a TV show for this August. So far, we have two votes for Haunting of Hill House (laughs) and one vote for The Vampire Diaries. So if you are a Patreon patron, please go vote. If you're not and you want to vote, I mean, I guess... Just text just us. Text us. <laughs> I mean, yeah. DM us on Instagram. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I don't have anything else to say about this movie. I am barely clinging to sanity, so it's probably time to go. Plus, I have to go drive to my sister-in-law's house. Hi, Ariel. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Oh, fuck uh, misogyny and uh, ableism, I guess. Yeah. Fuck spooky clowns. I mean, fuck wasting a good character in a bad movie. Please don't fuck weirdly spreading your shit around in someone's bathroom. Keep your feces to yourself, please. If you have a bathroom emergency, unlike any other, here's what I'm going to tell you. It happens, but clean up after yourself. Because as someone who has had to clean a public restroom before, y'all are gross. It's gross. You're Just nasty. Take care People of are it. disgusting. Yeah. Like, we all have bathroom emergencies. One of them happened during this show. What can you do? You know, we don't make the rules. But just, you know, be considerate about other people. Yeah. Um, Don't eat people. Fuck cannibalism. Just don't eat other people. Don't do that. Yeah, and if you're going to eat someone alive, don't start with the face just in case they make it. That's what I'm going to say. I mean, it is like... Starting with a nose is probably the easiest, right? Because it's like you can Do bite you it think? off. Because it's like easy to bite. I think maybe cheek would be easier because it's like loose. Loose, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't start with the back of the skull. You remember raw? Like, what are you eating back there? There's nothing. It's hair. You're gonna get hair follicles in your mouth. Do I what? remember raw? 
I will never forget Raw. <laughs> I still listen to the French rap song. Like it's like on all my playlist. Such a good song. I'm so cool. Caesar and I watched uh, The Sinner, which is oh cool. It was pretty good. good. It was yeah, good payoff, right? It was a good payoff. While, it was pretty slow to start. In the middle, it can lose you, but the good good payoff. And the second season was pretty good too. Uh, that guy's super cute. I don't the he made terrible decisions. I forgot his name. The husband. The husband. He's also on Girls for a while. Yeah. Ugh, forget it. Uh, um, forget I said anything. It's not his fault. He was. On I know Girls. that's a man's true. trying to work. That's true. But he did a great job, and he's cues a little button. And I love that song. Isn't it the uh, the song that they play that she like keeps hearing in her head in the wallpaper? Oh, yeah. That's such a good song. It's on my it playlist now. I'm going to listen to it on my drive. Okay, we should probably wrap okay, this bye. up. Okay, <laughs> bye. Bye. Love you. Bye. bye.